And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. From the mouth of the indubitable and legendary John Bon Jovial, welcome, folks. Welcome back to another hour of music and all kinds of stuff going on. We're going to get right into it. Here's a former the David Bowers Awards winner, Charisse D'Souza from India. She has a brand new song coming out. Listen to Baby Girl.
This is a baby girl. That song will be released on uh, May 1st. You'll be able to stream it then. The song is Baby Girl about a child's journey of self-discovery, discovering talents and coming into the light from dark places in life. With this song, she hopes to inspire others to discover their strengths and talents. And, of course, to know they're not alone in their struggles because she feels her music will be with them. She was inspired by tough times that women go through, and so she wrote this song to help women discover themselves and shine their light. And she feels this could be a perfect song for women's empowerment. What did you think, John Bon Jovial? Well, in just the short time between songs from her last appearance here on the show and uh, this new song, Baby Girl, uh, I'm hearing an incredible maturation process on her part. This is a great song. It is very well thought out in the lyrics. The production is good on it. And uh, I see something in her now that uh, I did not see when we spoke to her, I think it was, what, only three or four months ago. Yeah, it wasn't and long. So something has happened between now and then, and a spark has been uh, has been lit in this young lady, and I, she's going to go far. Well, I think, and this is just conjecture on my part, because I'm not in India, I don't get to work with her, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe maybe the seeds were there, it's just that she just now presented them. She may have felt this way, had these thoughts all along, but she's she's very much into her music. I know that, almost to the exclusion of, you know, she's not a party girl. If she's out to a party, it's because she's performing there. But uh, I think, you know, it's very possible that these thoughts and feelings existed in her already. She just hadn't presented them. She was the more commercial sound. Good way to put it. And I would have to agree with that. I really have no argument with that assessment. It's very possible, I think, because this is not something that she could have developed overnight. You know, it's a case of, uh, okay, I did that record. I'm going to do a new song. Let's make it really serious and above beyond anything I've ever done before. Uh, this this sounds to me like something that was already there uh, in development, and the time was right. It just came out, and this is the product that she came out with, and I agree with you. It's a great song, very meaningful and deep, and I hope she gets a lot of plays out of that around the world. Cherise D'Souza on the David Bowers Awards, the show where – Everybody is a winner, and if you have someone in music that you think deserves a shot to be a winner on the David Bowers Awards, send it to us. Send their name, maybe a link to their music to david at thedavidbowers.com, and we'll be happy to take a listen. Who knows? Maybe we'll play their music on the show. Maybe we'll even have them on to talk with us as we do. A couple of guests coming up in just a couple of minutes. want to first say thanks to Teddy Bingo, Texas rock and roll band, who provide our theme music every week. Also want to make a very special shout-out to a very good friend of ours, Michael of MTS Management and Records, who has shared many of his business's stars with us for guests here on the David Bowers Award. His little son, Josh, has been having some health problems. He was hospitalized and just came home this morning. So we want to congratulate Josh and, of course, the family, mom and dad, for having their little one back with them. Very good. Glad to hear the good news for you folks. Want to say hello also to Steve Litvak, his Rock and Roll Rumble show, which follows the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio every Saturday, noon Eastern. Steve comes on at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And following him, 
Armand spins some really eclectic music on WRFZ FM 106.3 in Rochester, New York, Rochester Free Radio. While you're at it, if you're into oldies, don't forget to tune in Saturday evenings at 8 Eastern Time. And you can pick them up here online at rochesterfreeradio.com for our good friend and one of my earliest listeners when I broke into radio in upstate New York, Mr. Jeff Moulton and his ABC Oldies Saturday evenings at 8 o'clock on WRFC. Thank you so much. And also a quick mention that if you would like to get involved in the support of indie artists and music, as well as the David Bowers Awards, listen to the David Bowers Awards on Anchor FM. And at the end of the show, simply click the support link for indie artists. You will become a member supporting indie artists their music, and, of course, us here on the David Bowers Awards. John Bon Jovial, we've got a minute or so. How are things in Bon Jovial land this week? Well, summer is here, and people are not dancing in the streets because it's too damn hot. But they're staying inside where it's comfortably air-conditioned because, after all, that's what we Floridians do. After a certain date, usually somewhere towards the end of March, beginning of April, Uh, We all say, screw it, too hot, staying in. You guys from Minnesota, have a ball, take over the beaches. We don't care. Spend your money. We love it. We love you. We're staying inside. Well, at least you're not having the problems they're having on the other side of your island there uh, with the uh, problematic spring break parties. (laughs) Well, there has been some of that in Fort Myers, some of the spring break actually, and it has gotten to the point now, yes, it's gotten to the point now where some of the higher muckety-mucks in Fort Myers and Lee County in particular have said, we don't want you here anymore. And just like the mayor of Miami Beach said uh, the same thing, uh, there mm. haven't been shootings, thank goodness, but there have been some pretty rowdy parties, uh, people getting completely out of hand, getting arrested, thrown in jail for what? Just being stupid. Yeah. I mean, when I it's, was in college, low those many years ago, I mean, I did stupid stuff, too. I think we all did, but nothing like what you're seeing today. No, it's gotten, it's right, it's gotten totally level. out of hand, and it's sad, too, because you've got a, a, a tradition there that is really a, a tradition beyond college. I mean, a lot of non-college students participate, too. Go and have a good time, blow out on the beach, and hey, you know, people that don't get to go to the beach any other time of year get to party on the beach of Miami. It gets out of hand, and it spoils it for everyone, including the uh, locals who aren't even a party to it. So I uh, I agree with you. It is something that is sad and disturbing, something that I think our society has to step up and deal with. But that's a story for another show, actually, not just another day at another time. Right now, the story is music. We've got some old friends back for their second trip on the David Bowers Awards. They go by the name of the Reverend Cavaliers, and we'll be talking to the Chief Cavalier right after we listen to Right Where You Want Me.
right where you want me, and you are right where we want you. Rick, come on in here. Say hello. Hey there. How y'all doing today? Doing well, thank you. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you back here. I got one quick question for you, Rick, before we start talking your music and your group and everything. Uh, I know I know you go through a lot of preparation for uh, for these interviews, and I was just wondering, uh, what are you wearing today? Uh, a gray sweater and jeans. <laughs> okay, sounds like you're sounds like you're dressed casually. Somewhat, yeah. I I I I don't think he's quite equipped for the red carpet yet. You know, Rick, you got to work on that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, I it, him this, on the award this, show. I forgot. Yeah, this is an audio thing, so I wanted the I wanted the listeners to be sure that you know they could relate to how you dressed for the show. We didn't want you to have to go out of your way and uh, you know get a special uh, special clothing just for this show. So we had to check into that. How you been, Rick? Brother, I'm doing pretty well, man. I can't complain. How about you guys? We're still doing. That's the important thing. I mean, uh, I, I think. Uh, I think my round with COVID was after we spoke the last time. I, I had to put up with that for a few months. And, uh, John, I'm not sure what he's doing besides chasing large mosquitoes down there. Yeah, we, 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 we do have our mosquitoes and, and of course, the airboats to uh, chase after the alligators and the uh, the Burmese pythons that have gotten loose in the Everglades. <laughs> you know, it's a, one of those... Uh, uh, weird sports that uh, you've heard of Florida man. Well, we've got Florida sport here, <laughs> and wow. unfortunately, it's not on network TV. But well, that's another story. Rick, what have you guys been doing during all of this pandemic? Uh, recording songs, and actually, we began getting out playing again. Especially this year, starting to open back up. So that is a that's been a, that's a you know, a real blessing to have the opportunity to get back out in front of folks because, well, I tell you, 2020, we had more shows booked than we've ever had in my lifetime, and we played one show and COVID hit. Yeah, that's a familiar story. A lot of uh, a lot of artists have had that uh, situation, and they're pulling out of it now, as you are, and we're glad to hear that. And many of them took the time to write new music, and as a matter of fact, some have expressed to us that they even, because they had the extra time just to sit and contemplate what they were doing, they actually developed new insight into themselves, which they were able to put into their music. Yeah, that's that's definitely some of that went on, that introspection went on, for sure. We definitely had the time to do it. I know that we, we're fortunate in the respect that we're not bound by that. There's no problem with the lockdowns or anything. We can still do the show without without masks. Oh, I'm so happy not to have to wear those masks. Now, you're, you're, mentioning, you're mentioning your new music. Is that tune we just played a new one, or is that from pre-pandemic? Oh, uh, no, that that was released right at the end of last year, so it was written during the pandemic. Uh-huh. There you go. Good example thereof. And what about albums? Are you doing anything album-wise, or have you not put the music together? You're releasing them singly. Well, that's funny you should say that, because I was just having that discussion with a DJ in the U.K. asking me the same thing. And what <laughs> I started doing was we were recording four or five songs a year and just throwing them together as an EP at the end of the year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what we, we're just maintaining that. So we're basically just dropping the singles as they're done, and then we compile them at the end of the year. Well, I, I guess I'm in good company. If other DJs are asking you the same questions, must mean that they're good questions. And I know our listeners voice these questions to us. They'll send us little notes and say, well, what about that artist? What did they do during the pandemic? Or, uh, you know, stuff like that. So we like to, to get a feel for what the listeners want to hear. Stuff We try to get stuff that's... Uh, Stuff they're not going to hear in other places, for one, although in this case, somebody over in the U.K. is going to hear you answer the same question, but that's fine. John Bon Jovial, I know you have a a textbook full of questions you like to ask. Well, yeah, absolutely. Rick, first of all, welcome back to the show. It is nice to have you back in the saddle again, so to speak. Uh, My question for you, and I don't remember if I asked you this the last time you were on with the show, uh, but the type of music that you're playing, what I just heard is um, obviously, at least to me, some kind of you know, rock and roll. And rock and roll, as we all know, is a wonderful, beautiful thing. How does the band, the Reverend Cavaliers, identify themselves? Are you guys a rock band? Are you a country band? Are you an adult contemporary band? Are you a mixture and, and then the second part of the question would be, uh, where do you get your influences from? What, you know, what, what drives the desire to make the kind of music that you do make? Well, those, those are great questions there, John. Um, and thanks for, for having us back as well. Yeah, we really just kind of go with the indie rock label. But, uh, you know, under that, you, you know, we may do a little bit of, Americana flavor. We may do a little bit of hard rock, melodic rock. That that we just played kind of had a little bit of ska feel to it. We kind of use that as a, as an umbrella to catch all, as far as the indie rock goes. And regarding the uh, influences, I used to say this, and it kind of still rings true. I mean, I've been doing this for a while, but it's a, I'm almost influenced by everything I've heard forever. So, I but I I lean towards kind of melodic hard rock my wife is in the band with me and she's always like that as well you know she's been a big aerosmith fan boston fan all the stuff from back in the day right Mm -hmm. through the foo fighters now and all of that good stuff so you know it just kind of it just really if it's an elton john song that inspires me i'm going to go write something that sounds kind of eltonish if it's you know if it's a billy eilish song now it's you know i'll do that you know whatever it's it's literally almost like a I like being like a kid and like a magnet. You know, when kids are growing up, they just seem to pick up everything. Yeah, I think that's true of all of us, really, whatever our uh, endeavors are. Uh, John and I in broadcasting now turn show hosts and you and your music. The stuff we grow up with is the stuff that influences us. I don't know, there's just some things that will appeal to a certain person and ring their bell more than it will others. And uh, these things all together, all influence. I think that... Uh, John, I love you for asking the question you did about their type of music because it's it's really ironic in some respects. People think of Nashville as the home of country music, and it is, but they forget there's a lot of other music in Nashville. And these guys are based in Nashville. They do primarily rock, although, as uh, as we just said, they'll, they'll delve into other areas as well, which I think is tremendous. So here you go. Here's the dichotomy. You got a rock band from Nashville. That ain't going to happen, is it? <laughs> but that's great. I love it. I love the fact that you mentioned 
your wife, I was going to bring that out. Trish is part of the band with you, and I guess your nephew, Dustin, is in there also. That's correct. We begged him, begged him to move up from a little town in Georgia, and it took us about three years to get him to finally do it. But he's here now, and he's been up here with us about four or five years, and just got married this year. Oh, the year, in the last year. Just, yeah, man. So it's a, it's a family affair. Then we have our, our bassist that's been with us for about five years as well. Awesome. Sounds like you've got yourself some stability, and uh, I'm assuming that uh, from what you're saying, that Dustin is not only pretty well settled, but he's enjoying what you guys are doing. He is, thank God. I, can, I can't. I've played with a lot of good drummers in my day, and he ranks right up there with them. He's really a good drummer. You know, one of the things about Nashville that I have noticed over the years, and I've been to Nashville a couple of times myself, and uh, I did go to Ernest Tubbs Record Store, which, you know, you have to do if you're going to go to Nashville, I suppose. But the genres of music that emerge from Nashville, to me, have maybe I'm just imagining things. But it seems to me that if you're playing rock and roll in Nashville, if you're playing country in Nashville, if you're playing gospel in Nashville, or if you're doing hip-hop in Nashville, that you have a better chance of crossing over into another genre of music because it's coming out of Nashville. Now, is that just kind of a whacked guess on my part, or is, is there some reality to that? Um, I, I think there is some validity to what you're saying. I, I, would, I would look at point to, like, uh, Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow basically recording a country ballad. And Cheryl Crow lives here, and, and, and Kid Rock's here, too, and he's got his, his uh, restaurant downtown. So, I mean, you know, they both move here like we did. But, yeah, and there's – I've even noticed it on some of the local channels that are doing some of, like you say, the uh, what would be – might have been called underground at one time, where there's a lot of getting together and blending styles. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, I think – that started going back way further than I care to think, but I can remember in the uh, in the 60s, you started having two artists from divergent styles and genres getting together. I noticed it, I think, first on the uh, country music shows, especially the award shows, where they would have a... Uh, you know, right. a country artist, and it, obviously it was for a draw, for attraction, to draw crowds, viewers, whatever, and uh, they would have them work together. Uh, Conway and Loretta, good example of that. Uh, Conway, at the time right. when they first started, was primarily a rock artist, and uh, nobody ever accused Loretta Lynn of being a rock artist. So uh, it was a, uh, it was an unusual thing at the time, but it caught on, and I think now we're seeing the fact that it's just become a bigger thing and i think that's great as i uh, anybody that knows me knows that i have long admired artists who can cross genres successfully not just country artists doing a rock song because it's the thing to do but because they can actually do it and do it well and to that point i am really anxious to hear what dolly parton's going to do because i have a hunch from what I've read and heard, that she's going to be doing a rock song, if not album, in the very near future. And I'm really curious about that. But John Bon Jovial is curious oh, yeah. about something, too. What you got, John? You know, this conversation of crossing over brings to mind, to me, one of the first rock and roll genre bands that crossed over into country uh, was John Sebastian and the Love and Spoonful with Nashville Cats. Hardcore country song. But at the same time, all the stoners were kind of digging on it, 
And uh, listening to that being segued into, uh, you know, blue cheer or vanilla fudge or something like that. From a pop band. Yeah, yeah, from a pop band. And they played Nashville Cats, which is a great song. I used to play that on uh, country radio in Tampa years ago. And they did it well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, one of my favorite uh, duos from back then was Willie Nelson and Ray Charles and Seven Spanish Angels. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, listen, before we run out of time here, we've got two more things we want to cover. The first is I want to give you a chance to tell the folks how they can find you, the group, how they can follow you, and, of course, how they can get your music. So here you go. Tell them all about it. We are available pretty much wherever you look around, be it Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. And I love when people just go to our Bandcamp site. All 20, about we got about 25 songs on there now. And that's the easiest way to connect with us. You can do Facebook or Twitter. Alrighty. Now, last thing before we let you go, and we want to thank you so much for coming and spending time with us, even if you didn't dress up for the occasion. Rick, tell us about this next song we're going to play, Too Sassy. Well, amusing point it uh the opening vocal is acapello and it's our youngest daughter i often get my one of my two daughters come in and sing backups on our recordings the funny part is she didn't know the song was about her oh gosh (laughs) oh that's funny well again thank you so much for joining us today Give our best to uh, your wife and the the rest of the band. Do keep in touch with us because we like to follow our guests. You become part of the family. To that end, don't forget my Facebook groups page, the David Bowers Awards. You can go on there and post your new music, your new releases, rumors, anything you got to do with you and your music that you want to share. No secrets because we are lousy at keeping secrets, but please feel free to use it. That's what it's there for. You don't need a press release or to ask my permission. Go there, post the music, and we will share with our other sites that we post too. Again, thank you. We look forward to you coming back again next time, ladies and gentlemen. They call themselves the Reverend Cavaliers, and here they are with Too Sassy.
too sassy. What you think, John Bon Jovi? We'll be rocking them a little bit today. Kind of a sassy sound they've got going there, for sure. And I love the fact that his daughter was just completely unsuspecting. Oh, Helen, I love the fact that he's that able, intro. Yeah, I love the fact that he gets them involved in the music, singing background and everything. Yeah. That is just, that's just too cool. It really is. Speaking of cool things, we have another cool act coming up, standing by, waiting to come in and talk to you. They are an award-winning band, and we're going to play a track by them right now, and then we'll introduce you to Rich from Follow No One. Here they are with Bring Me Peace.
Peace, a group called Follow No One Rich. Hello, how are you? Welcome aboard. Mr. Bowers, thank you for having me on, sir. I'm doing great. Oh, my my pleasure. Thank you for joining us, and we hope to get some insight out of you about your group and your music, which uh, we just heard that terrific sound, Bring Me Peace. But before we do, the question of the day seems to be, uh, based on our discussion with our previous guest, question of the day seems to be, what are you wearing today? Well, as I told you earlier, I had a really nice sundress on, but I decided <laughs> for the interview I needed to be a little bit more formal so I've changed, and I now have a suit of armor. I, uh, it's it's not clicking. I'll I'll keep still so I don't make too much noise. Well, that's that's good because you know how that could mess up the levels and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, I, I'm. We're still waiting. I I told John Bon Jovial about that, and we're 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 going to be waiting for that picture of you in your uh, awards dress. Don't I let don't us know, down man. now. Am I, cross- <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to look at it, make sure. It- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, your eyes only. Okay. Listen. Got it. Hey, man, it, it, but it's been a while, Dave. It's nice to talk to you again on the air. It's, been it's good to talk years, to you, too. At yeah. least, yeah. And we want to find out more about your your group and some of the stuff you got going. But the first thing I wanted to ask you was something I noticed. I'm told that there's a great story, and I guess it's online somewhere where people can listen to it, that there's a great story of how you and your partner, Pedro, came together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on YouTube or on our main album website. So I'm skipping ahead to here a little bit, but we have a new album coming out. And on that website, um, at fatethealbum.com, yeah, it's kind of an inside the music type of uh, short video, about four and a half minutes long or whatnot. And, yeah, we we did a lot of voiceovers on this mm-hmm. album. So the main narrator, I had him go ahead and basically help us prepare something that, you know, really walks a person that's new to the group, or the duo, I should say, walks them through what, where we started and how we've gotten to where we are now and what's happened along the way in a kind of fun in a fun way, you know, rather than just have to sit yeah. there and read everything. Because I know I don't like to read a big, long <laughs> bio. It, it's a lot sure. better to listen to it, but it's on that website there. That's that's a good place to listen to it or on YouTube. Sounds, sounds interesting, and I will definitely be checking that out. And I'm glad you mentioned your concept album. Now, before we do, before we touch on that, sure. I want to also mention that I saw somewhere that uh, you were giving away free music, the Bring Me Peace track. Yeah, that track you just played on faiththealbum.com. We have a sign-up form there just for album updates and just for all the information that's related to the album. And uh, just for signing up, we're going to throw you a free track immediately of that song that was just played, Bring Me Peace. And uh, there's also actually a great video for that song, too. Just keep an eye out for it on YouTube or wherever you are, even Facebook and et cetera. And, yeah, we're giving that track away just to say thanks for listening and uh, hopefully encourage you to keep listening. We appreciate it, and I'm going to jump ahead just a little bit here myself because usually at sure. the end of our discussion, I give a, I give our guests a chance to tell where they can be found online, you know, just familiarize the listeners so they can find you. I'm going to tell you now, to remind you of the, uh, the David Bowers Awards groups page on Facebook where you can post Absolutely. all of your information about your music, your news, anything to do with you and your music. You can post it there, and you don't need a press release. You don't need to write me for permission. You just go ahead and post it. If it's bad, I'll 
pull it out. We will, we'll I won't, pick it I won't up there. post that photo of me wearing my dress, Dave. No, no, no. Send that, send that to us for <laughs> censorship first. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah go, ahead, go ahead and post there. David Barrett's sports. Sure. <laughs> go ahead and post your music news there. We'll pick it up and share it around the world. John Bon Jovial is awesome. just aching to get in here. I can see he's got a question or some, some kind of a remark. What you got, John? Right on. No, some kind of random thought, I guess. But I want to circle back a little bit to bring me peace. And as I was listening to it, uh, I never get to hear the music before we play it on air. And that is by design so uh, David can get more or less a a visceral gut reaction. And I'm listening to this song, and the guitar work to me is so smooth and so sweet. And to me, it has uh, shades of the late, great Jerry Rafferty. Is that an influence of yours, or is that just a happy accident? Uh, I, I want to know where you get your style from. Well, you know, it, that Pedro, that's Pedro's guitar work. I can't take credit for that. Um, that's say. all Pedro. And, yeah, Pedro's a, a phenom, and he likes to hear me say that, I think, but he, he would admit it. <laughs> but, no, Pedro, draw, Pedro draws from a lot of influences, and I'll, I'll have to ask him. I've never heard that name come up, but... For John, when it comes to both of us, um, our musical backgrounds go beyond, you know, rock into classical and so many other areas because we both studied music. Pedro has a degree in composition, and I kind of, you know, self-taught and educated in high school and et cetera. But, you know, our total sound and the way things come together isn't necessarily a reflection on particular artists so much as it is just a collection of everything that we've experienced, both as artists and musicians. Mm. And, you know, those different aspects of you come out in different songs in different ways, in different parts of songs in different ways. So, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of very smooth guitar work going on there. And the solo is very powerful in that song. And I want you and Pedro to do me a favor. Once this interview is done, go to YouTube and look up Jerry Rafferty, that's Jerry with a G, and uh, look up uh, his song right down the line. Uh, or right right down, the down, line? down the line? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, and compare the guitar work in that to the guitar work in this, and that was the first thing that struck me about this song. Cool. And, and, I'm, and it, it didn't strike me as, as a plagiarism kind of thing, so please don't think that for right. a moment. That, right. That's right. the furthest thing from my mind. It's you just know that to I, me, that style is so complementary to what you're doing here. No, I get it. And, and when it comes to Pedro's solos anyway, I can tell you that um, after how many songs, I don't know. But Pedro improvises every single solo he plays. So mm-hmm. if we, for this video, for example, he had to go back and learn the solo because he just played it. And there's not a lot of guitarists that do that. They'll have a rehearsed no, solo beforehand. Oh, yeah throws it down, man. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's like a conversation. <laughs> you, regards, but. Yeah, you can never have the same conversation twice because you're going you're gonna to speak differently. You're going to reflect differently. And we discussed this with our previous guest, whom I know you were listening to. Uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, Rick and I and John discussed the fact of influences through the years and how these influences affect 
the final product that you come up with. And I think that you brought out one point that we didn't hit on real strong, and that was the fact that the influences are just that. They influence you. They don't mean that you try to sound like them or you try to do a song mm-hmm. like them. It's just that whatever goes into your mind from these influences creates the impetus for whatever you create. And I think that's. You know, I think quite that's, honestly, David, if I had to say who my biggest influences are, they'd be people. I, I'll give you the names: um, Eric Stewart, uh, Gary Falk, Ray Barnett, uh, Brian Hamilton, Aaron McFerrin. You've never heard of any of these guys, probably, but they were. I, I played music with them in high school. Because really? of those guys, sure. they turned me on to a lot of the music that I listened to in rock and etc. And uh, yeah, they they probably and people don't think of that. Your bandmates and early and the people that you start out with very early mm-hmm. on, uh, a lot of times have as much an impact on you as the artists themselves do. You right. know, because you're absolutely hey, right. they're the ones that told. They picked the songs. I was only a freshman when I was in my first rock band in high school, and I wasn't picking the songs. Obviously, <laughs> I was there to play keyboards <laughs> to start out right. with, and uh, yeah, that's how I got introduced. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne and Ronnie James Dio and all these, sure. and back then, you know, hard rock bands, but all mm-hmm. the way down to ZZ Top and everybody, we were playing covers. So we spanned the 70s, 80s, you know, and I learned all about all these guys if I missed them somehow, you know, so there you go. That's my there best you go. I could and before we run out of time, I want to get into this other subject that I said we were going to, and that is your concept mm-hmm. album, of which we played the one tune from. And we're going to play the title tune after we talk with you. Fate, talk with us. Tell us about uh, the concept album and the concept itself. Well, Bring Me Peace isn't on this album. But Fate, it, that's that's a song we did a couple years ago. That's okay. okay. Um, Fate uh, is basically, to put a, make a long story short, David, I, I died in 2015. Okay. Um, at least they thought I was dead. I bled, I mm-hmm. bled out. And uh, this was after a long sequence of just very bad things that had happened to me in my life. And that I was on death's door. Well, obviously I didn't die and I made my way back and here we are. Well, what fate does is it tells the story kind of backs up a little bit to get everybody to tell them how I got to that point. And Mm -hmm. after getting to that point, what I did going forward and, you know, it, it's a testament to faith. It's a testament to the, well, the Almighty God, uh, but it's a testament to just hanging in there and just moving on forward, even when things look like they can't get any better. Just do your best, and great things can happen. Amen and, to uh, that. They do. I, so I agree and wholeheartedly. It's just a story about kind of, you know, I, I had some addiction problems and a lot of things that led to that, uh, the, my medical issues, and I lost a lot, but guess what? I ended up getting it back and more, and I wouldn't be talking to you right now if I hadn't had those bad things happen. It changed my life in so many different ways. It's not funny, and the album kind of leads you through that in a cinematic way. There are not only there's not only music and songs, but um, interspersed through that are actual scenes, audio scenes mm-hmm. that tell the story and, and to keep make it continuous from beginning to end, and so. Well, we'll look, forward to, we'll look forward to the 
tune Fate, which we will play, and also to hear yes, the rest of the album. Now, the, the full album title is Fate, the album? No, it's just Fate. Just Fate. Well, I okay, I wanted to be Fate, sure. the album, so we can keep it on straight in our mind. <laughs> fate, gotcha. the single versus the album, you got it. I got you. We're almost out of time here. I want to give you a moment to go ahead and do the rest of your selling. Tell the folks where they can find you online, how they can contact you, follow you, and get your music. Absolutely. If you go to follownoonestore.com, that's all of our music, merch, and et cetera for this album. You can pre-order now and, and be ready to go release day. Um, there's links to our link tree on there, which has all of our socials and et cetera. Faiththealbum.com, go there and sign up. You'll get a free track now, Bring Me Peace. And also it has links to get to our store and our link tree, which will get you everywhere else. And there's quite a bit of content on the site to go through, a movie trailer and some other things that are kind of cool. So we hope you get a chance to check it out. Great. Well, we thank you so much for giving us the chance to talk to you, spend time with you, and hear about your music and your group. All the best to you. We look forward to following you and having you back again. Don't wait a couple of years. Let's get together a little sooner. No, no, we'll do it. I hear you. We'll talk to you after we get the nomination for the Grammy. (laughs) There you go. All the best, Rich, to you and your group. Ladies and gentlemen, Follow No One is the name of the group, and here they are with the title tune from their latest album, Fate.
Follow no one, and I'll tell you what, John Bon Jovial, that Pedro can pick a mean guitar. The dude can pick, that's for sure. He's he's got fast, fast fingers. And I can't wait to. I'm going to have to follow up on my own uh, intro there and check out that story about how the two of them came together. I'm I've heard that it's really an interesting story, and what do you say? It's a four and a half minute video on YouTube. I'm going to have to check that one out myself. Got to get out of here so I can go do that. So, John Bon Jovio, take us home. Okay, David. Thank you, folks, for being with us once again. We really do appreciate your presence each and every week right here on the David Bowers Awards, which, by the way, just happens to be broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on most of the major streaming services. You can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and their music by clicking the link at the end of this episode on Anchor FM and making a donation. We would really be grateful if you would consider doing that. Click follow the David Bowers Awards on whatever podcast and platform you listen to, so that way you can be kept up to date on the latest doings and greatest happenings here of the David Bowers Awards. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at noon on WRFC-FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York. They are otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio. And, of course, on Blog Talk Radio, Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all the crew of Radio Morons here at the Radio Ranchero, this is the legendary, that's right, John Bon Jovial saying be good to each other, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>